Welcome to Reimagine Success. We're a husband and wife team that want the most out of life. Most people don't stop to celebrate their successes enough. This causes burnout, stress, anxiety, and can even lead to health issues. It's our mission to encourage people to realize all the good things in their lives. We share knowledge that encourages, motivates, and inspires you to live your best life by changing the way we all view success. Together we can figure out what it truly means to live our best lives. Welcome, Welcome to, to Season 3 of Reimagine Success. Welcome back to season three of Reimagine Success. Hello, everybody. I hope your week is going fantastic. This has been a really good week for us already. Yeah. Now, we wanted to give you an update in uh, Creative Global Entertainment. So, mm -hmm. our staff are doing amazing. We're placing them in departments. They are kicking butt. Like, they are crushing. They're so talented and amazing. We are so blessed and fortunate to have. Um, all of our amazing uh, team members, they listen to every single podcast, and we've just got some really great feedback from them as well. Like a lot of the episodes really resonate with them. They've learned and grown so much just by listening to this podcast, and we hope you are too. Yeah, it's so cool because they, they'll actually tell us stories about the way this podcast is affecting the way they think and the mm -hmm. way they live their lives. And we love hearing those stories, and we would absolutely love hearing those stories from you as well. So if this podcast has impacted you, if it's given you any good information that you've been able to take something away from yep. reach out to us on any of our social media platforms at reimagine success pod or email us at reimagine success pod at gmail.com yes and, and with that today we have a really amazing guest that's going to drop so much wisdom and knowledge we're so excited to have yes today we have misty blakesley and she is a trained healer and metacognitive expert who teaches the importance of integrating your spiritual practice and personal magic into the real world so that you can restore your birthright to love abundance prosperity and wealth by combining her spiritual gifts with science misty helps her clients achieve lasting results in addition to being a published author and public speaker, Misty founded Lemonade with Love, where she offers group and one-on-one -on -one life coaching. Misty lives with her husband, Bill, and their son, Liam, and two fur babies, Ty and Stella, in her dream home complete with outdoor oasis in coming Georgia. Her hobbies include spending time in nature tending her, and tending her gardens. She also loves to entertain family and friends with delicious food, amazing drinks, and intriguing conversation. And best of all, Misty loves making memories with her family. So, Misty, welcome to the podcast. We're so excited to have you here with us. Uh, we met Misty a couple weeks ago in a networking event, and we just connected immediately. And we knew that this was going to be a relationship that we had to further and definitely bring her on. So we're so glad to have you here. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. That was a wonderful introduction. So thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And I'm excited to be here oh, yes. and excited for the conversation. And like you said, it was an immediate connection for both of us. And I would just loved your energy, loved your mission. And I'm, and, and it's an admission that I share with you. And so thank you so much for having me on. And um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see um, what spirit gives us today. Yes. Okay. Now we, we love, loved, loved your energy. Like, like Misty said, we connected at the very first moment that we literally saw each other. She, she was the first person to say anything. And I looked at Jesse and was like, ah, 
this is it. She's our, she's one of us. She's a, you know, like one of our people. So, so let's dive into your story. Um, mm -hmm. So let's go back a little bit. I know you founded your company a little bit more recently, but let the listeners know how, how your journey was and where you were before you started your company. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, I want to take this way back to when I was younger, and I think that's that's really important part of the story. And so I have had my gifts and awareness of my gifts from around the age of eight or nine. And um, uh, depending on where I was, whether I was in a church setting, those individuals would call it the gift of discernment and some other names that are, are typically found in scripture and more relatable in that way. And, and if I was outside of that, they I would hear, hear terms like clairvoyant um, and then the different senses that come with having those gifts mm -hmm. um, within my family. This was not taboo, which is, I know, unusual for a lot of us. And that's oh, because that's my great grandmother is a Cherokee Indian. <gasps> oh, Cherokee oh, Indian. Me too. My, gra yeah. my grandmother was Indian. And um, she was from the tribe in North Carolina. And mm -hmm. they were part of the Trail of Tears, which is how they ended up in Georgia. Hmm. And she met and fell in love with a white man. <laughs> which I know is I know it's devastating for her family, but I'm grateful because I'm grateful to be here. Yeah. Um, and um, but you know, obviously, with that, the the really the wisdom that Native Americans had about the Great Spirit mm -hmm. and Mother Earth, and they understood that everything is sentient, that everything has consciousness, and that yes. we're all connected. Mm. And and um and that because we're all connected, we should be able to communicate with everything. And so I was really blessed that because of my ancestral background and my great grandmother was a healer. My grandmother mother was a healer. And I mean, in the sense of literal people in the community would come see them for healings, for mm -hmm. physical healings and things that were bothering them, especially sometimes they would go see doctors first. And if the doctors couldn't take care of whatever it was, then they would come and see my great grandmother and my grandmother. Hmm. Um, my mom also has very unique gifts, um, not in the healing capacity, but more in being able to connect with and see spirits and things on the other side. A lot of people call that mediumship. Mm -hmm. um, and she has those gifts. And so, um, and so here I am. And because I was encouraged to nurture those gifts, I nurtured all of them. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't know, no one told me you're really supposed to be good in one or two. Um, <laughs> uh, so I just nurtured them all. I thought oh, all yeah. of them were important. So I've had that with me my whole life. However, I compartmentalized it. My spiritual gifts and my spirit was over here. Anything religious was over here. Corporate was over here. School. So so I, I didn't integrate all of the pieces of me into the one, which is really who I truly am, who right. we all truly are. We're, right. we're one united um, conscious being. And so because of that, I pursued a corporate career. So I went to college, got out, corporate career, climbed the ladder, um, senior executive, enjoyed every bit of that journey. And it was very important in all of the lessons in aiding me in becoming who I am today and really um, helping me in my healing. And you know, mm -hmm. in those environments and in every one of those situations, there were things I was learning about me and others that helped me be a better person and helped me to heal and understand how I was contributing to and impacting everything around me from what was within me. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I was doing up until April of last year. And I would say about three years ago is when I started, I really had 
the knowing that it was time to bring everything together mm-hmm. and to quit compartmentalizing. Um, and so that meant bringing crystals and using aromatherapy and, and oils and things in my office and having plants in my office, having living things in my mm-hmm. space. Um, that was help only happened in the last three years because I really started to understand how important it is that I continue to do that and, and stay connected in that way to everything. And so, and so it was interesting because that was around 2018 and mm. 2020, yeah, and 21. Yeah. The gift that I believe COVID brought us is it really brought into the light for healing how we had all compartmentalized our, our lives, mm-hmm. right? At work, I was supposed to pretend like that's all I was. It was this an executive and this dedicated employee and not also a mother and a wife right. and a volunteer and a spiritual healer. I mean, I literally heal people, places, and things everywhere I go. But somehow I was supposed to pretend that that wasn't a part of, you know, I shed that. Or I think more importantly, what we do is we put a mask on, right? Yes. So wear mm-hmm. this mask while I'm here. And that's actually exhausting. Yes. Yeah. Exhaust us. And so some of our burnout came from not living in unity with all of who we are mm-hmm. and wearing these masks. They're really heavy. And so that was probably one of the most beautiful gifts to me that came out of that because I was having meetings and zoom meetings and everybody's animals and their small children. Cause daycares were closed. And yeah. I, and it was a, but, but I held that with open arms. I'm like, come on in. Like it's, yeah. we're in this, t- it, but the first time we really acknowledged we're in this together. Yeah. And, um, it formed unity. It did form unity. And I think the, fu- the funny thing to me is I'm a little bit like newsflash. We've always been in this all together. Yeah. Always. I don't know why we didn't acknowledge that, but we, we are in this together, all Mm -hmm. of it, all parts of it. And so that was the the gift that came to me sooner, but that I watched morph and happen and blossom outside of me and my universe is everybody realizing, no, I'm all of these things all of the time. It's not like when we came home and we took that mask off that we left that behind us. That was still very much, it's still very much a part of us. And so because of that, we, again, it's heavy. It's hard to keep ourselves compartmentalized. It takes a lot of energy to do that. And it, um, it doesn't allow us to just utilize all the parts of us that allow us to be so creative and productive and effective. Mm. So that is how I ended up where I was today. So I got, I um, actually went through a layoff in April of last year, which ended up being such a blessing and a gift Yep, because out of that, I really thought, oh, I'll go back to work. I'll be back to work in no time. And I wasn't. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I don't sit still well. So I was like, what are we going to do? <laughs> what am I going to do? And I think I told you guys, it was so funny. I always knew I was going to do this. Mm-hmm. I just always envisioned me being in my 70s or 80s, like post-corporate career, long white hair, <laughs> wise old woman of the community or the wise old hag. And I say that affectionately. Like I have, I hope somebody calls me that one day uh, when, when I'm old. So um, I always thought I would do it. I just always thought it would be later. And what I'm realizing is that what I'm doing was needed now. We're yeah. going through yeah. a massive shift. Yes. And, and it's the greatest transformation of consciousness in humanity we've ever experienced and it's happening now Mm. and I I was needed now and so even though I've been doing this work for a really long time and I've had these gifts for a really long time there's still a part of me the human side of me who was a little resistant to I didn't think we were doing that now yeah Yeah. I had envisioned that later and so I finally let go 
and just, um, I love how you say open up, right? Just open myself up and said, mm-hmm. okay, what are we doing? What yeah. are we doing? How am I serving myself and in serving myself, serving everyone I come into contact with? What is this going to look like? And how are we going to do that? And I'm doing things I never imagined. I'm doing podcasts. I'm writing books. I'm doing interviews and, um, and, and helping people along the way. That's so beautiful. I love, love that. It. I love that. Now, going back to, I know you've been very spiritual your entire life. And, you know, in 2019, when you started, you know, bringing in plants and bringing in crystals and bringing in mm-hmm. oils and diffusers, and did people in the office look at you like you're a little silly or a little crazy, or did they embrace you with open arms? Okay. So that is the greatest question ever. Thank you for asking that because- <laughs> I'm going to, I bet I know so many people are going to resonate with this. Mm-hmm. What I thought the resistance to doing this right is because we, we assume that we know how people are going to receive what, who we really are, right? Yeah. Which is not well, right? Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, most people received it beautifully, oh, absolutely with curiosity, yeah. absolutely open at a minimal um, willing to at least give me space and respect it. There were certainly a few people who um, were absolutely almost scared of it. And I think that's the fear of just depending on how, yeah, the unknown, how we've been raised and mm-hmm. to, and potentially taught to see some of those things, mm-hmm. but that was so rare. And even over time, what what pretty much happened for those people is they just gave it space, mm-hmm. which I, that's enough for me. It's, you don't have to be, I'm not for everybody. Yeah. yeah my oils and my crystals and my plants. <laughs> and, you know, I, I literally walk around talking. They all have names. I talk to them. Oh, um, me too. That's, that's not for everybody. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, I love you and I give you space. Um, and I honor where you are in your journey and your space and just ask that, that you do the same for me. And, and even without asking, that's what I got. What was so funny and what was really unexpected, though, is the CEO I reported to at the time walked by my desk and could name every crystal I had. Oh, oh nice. Now, while he and he had some in his office that I had never really noticed until I, again, was brave enough to bring all my stuff into the office. Mm-hmm. And and then he told me his wife and daughters. So again, is he necessarily all into that? No, but he is surrounded with women in his life yeah. that mm-hmm. are, and they come into his office and they've put all these crystals and done all this thing. And, and, and it's so funny because my husband is very similar. Yeah. Um, you know, not, this is not for him, but he loves me and he loves my journey and he respects every aspect of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my, I think my CEO was like, oh, wow, she reminds me of my wife and my daughters and this whole community of very spiritually oriented people. And it's yeah. like, okay, okay. Yeah. So I'm so grateful that you asked that because so many people are, I think, sitting literally on the edge, mm-hmm. ready to jump all mm-hmm. in. And and it, that fear of what people are going to think is normal, that's very human of us. And I'm here to tell you that when you love and accept all of who you are, every piece, the light and the dark, mm-hmm. the spiritual and the human, when you bring all of that into balance and you love all of who you are, so does everybody else. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. I love this so much oh. because, perfect. So, like you're saying, so many people are just afraid to be their most authentic mm-hmm. selves. And that is the most 
disservice thing that you can do disservicing to the world needs your gifts yeah people need you and your gifts your gifts are something that you have to share yeah for for a long time in my life i kind of wore the masks and stuff i was i was a pastor in a church and uh my home life was going terribly uh i was fighting with my wife all the time at the time and uh my ex and we we would get out of the car to go to church and we put on our smiles and walk in and pretend like everything's okay. And how are you, brother? I'm fine. How are you doing? Everything's great with me. You know, and you put on these masks, these facades of who you are and who you're trying to be. And, yeah. and people do that at work. People do that at school. People yeah. do that with their friends, with their family. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And what you're doing is you're causing yourself even more stress and trauma because not only mm-hmm. now are you having these things inside of you that you're, you're, you know, dealing with, or it, it could be positive things. It could, you know, like with you, you, mm-hmm. you had all this positive stuff in you that you, you weren't letting out. And then it, it causes you that fear. It causes you the um, anxiety of, oh my gosh, what, what if people find out? What will they think of me? How will they respond? Who, who am I if, if I'm not this picture perfect thing that people hold mm-hmm. me to this standard of being? Mm-hmm. And it's so beautiful that when you let go of that and you drop mm-hmm. your ego and you drop all the things that, that you care about, what people think about you, then you get mm-hmm. to fully walk in yourself and who you are and you become somebody that people are like, oh, you're actually like really way more interesting than I even thought you were, you know, and you, you end up getting in the right relationships with people. You find the right people to connect to. You you start to get yeah. that that synergy right with circle. people. Yeah. So it's so great that you're able to do that in your work and in your family and in all your aspects of life because everybody deserves to be their truest self. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. Everybody deserves to be their truest self. Yes, yes, and yes. That is amazing. Um, I'm so glad that you said that. That's just, that's beautiful. Everybody deserves to be themselves. And that's the most important thing. If, if in everything we've just talked about, if the only message people get is that it's all the, the ability to do this is within you. All the all the that is all the universe is waiting on. All God is waiting on. All yourself is waiting on is for you to literally embrace yourself Mm -hmm. and acknowledge every part of you. The things that you've labeled good or bad, light or dark, whatever it is, that you just embrace all of it and say, "I love you." Yeah, I'm choosing to love all of you, everything about you who you were, who you are, who you're becoming. And when every day you can just spend time in that space, loving and accepting you, everything else will too. And when I mean everything else, I mean everything. Yes. Yeah. If I meet people who are like, I can't keep plants alive. And I'm like, well, then let's work on that. Yeah. Let's love every part of you. And then all of a sudden they start realizing, oh, wow, I have all these plants and they're thriving. Everything around me is thriving. Well, that's because mm-hmm. you're thriving. Yes. Because you're allowing yourself to, because you have chosen to give yourself permission to love you just yes. as you are. Mm-hmm. And so that's, I'm glad that you said what you did, Jesse, because that's so important. And the beautiful thing is that we don't, it doesn't require anything outside of us. It does not require for someone else to give us that permission. It doesn't require the right setting, the right house, the right candle to be lit, the right experience. It all, it literally requires is us making the decision Mm -hmm. to love who we are. 
now. Yeah. Yes, That's I love that. So great. You know, and a lot of people, they don't actually look at themselves in the mirror. They mm -hmm. they do their makeup, they're looking at their eyebrows, they're looking at their eyelashes, but they don't actually look at themselves in the mirror. They don't stare into their eyes. They don't see who they are as a person and love and like you said, everything about yourself. Um, and you know, as far as plants, I do a lot of motivational speaking. And one of my big topics is fear. You know, fear is not an option. It's what I said on Naked and Afraid when I was on Discovery Channel. I said, fear is not an option. I was not giving fear an option to be in my life at that time, even though I could have. Pumas were stalking me. It was raining. It was crazy. I could have been afraid of everything. But I said, no, fear is not an option. And that was my mantra every single day. I'm not going to let fear stop me. I'm going to keep going. You know, quitting is not an option. And so when I do my motivational speaking, I, I say a lot of about plants, which is mm -hmm. so funny that you talked about that. Um, because there's a story about an orchid when I first started kind of getting into plants and bringing some uh, real plants into my into my life. And there was a story about an orchid that it just it bloomed and then all the blooms fell off and it just didn't bloom for years. And I was like, what is going on with this orchid? So I, as I was giving it water, I started kind of talking to it and giving it love and, you know, telling it, hey, you know what, you would be so beautiful if you bloomed like you can bloom, you can do it. I have faith in you. And I started kind of talking to it and then all of a sudden it started blooming and now every single year it blooms and the the orchid's beautiful and I tell it how beautiful it is and it always has little baby leaves and I show the kids and they're like oh what's the new baby leaf's name you know and we talk about it and it's it's so amazing that there are other people that do that too because <laughs> I'm always I'm always telling this story like I know I sound silly I know I sound crazy because I talk to my plants but I love them and they're you know part of my universe and it's just like with every part of us everything that's around you and everything that is in your universe is part mm -hmm. of your universe and you need to give it all love and respect and adoration. And I just love that we are so, so aligned. Yeah. Yeah. And it, that's such a, that's so perfect too. And that, and kind of leading into and continuing to string these thoughts together is that, you know, I'm sure you've heard this before and your audience has heard this before, literally everything in your reality. That means if you are witnessing, hearing about it, have come into contact with it at all, it is a mirror. It is a mirror. Mm -hmm. And I find that a lot of people are like, but what does that mean? What that means is everything you love that you see is in you. But it also means that there, if there are things that you don't love, things you don't want to be a part of your reality, it's in you too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the beautiful thing about understanding that your universe is a reflection of you is that you have absolute power. Yes. Because if it's in you, you can do something with it. Yes. Mm -hmm. when, we, when we really do stop thinking that things are happening to us and just happening around us, and we understand that everything is happening for us, it's an opportunity for us to see the things mm -hmm. that we love and the things that we don't so that we can start to heal within and make decisions within that will absolutely alter. And it will alter your reality. It yeah. really does. I yes. have tried to explain to people. I'm like, you know, I, the, the, everything about the space that I'm in is so different than the space I was in 10 years ago. Everything. Oh, yeah. Yes. The neighbors that I have, um, the environment within my house, outside of my house, um, the people I come in in contact 
with when I grocery shop, when I do all of those things. And it continues to happen. It continues to morph and shift as I continue to do more and more work to be the absolute best version and really, really to just bring forward the wholeness of who I really am. And that's what we're all capable of. And one of the things that I that's really important to me when I work with individuals, either in group or, or um, in a one-on-one setting, or even if I'm working with executives, is that um, it's just making sure that they understand that it's all, it's all within them. Yeah. And the the only work you need to do is within yourself. Literally, that mm-hmm. that's it. If you'll stay if you'll stay focused on that, everything around you will shift. And it's such an amazing experience. But if you've never experienced it, I can also understand how you could be sitting here and be like, I keep hearing this. I mm-hmm. keep watching these podcasts and I watch all of these different um, shows and I keep hearing this. And they're struggling to understand how um, how this works. I think it's just trusting yourself to spend a little bit of time. Melissa, like you said, staring in the mirror, look, mm-hmm. look at yourself, but more importantly, tell yourself, but you love, I love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, forgive yourself for not loving you always. And just take those moments to begin sitting with yourself and you'll start to see the things that, that we're talking about because it, it, and, and it's important to do that because it's where your power is. If we are sitting in a situation where we think everything's happening to us and we're under this impression that in order for things to be better within me, I need to a different house or a different car. Mm, or a different yes. Job. Then what's really happening is you're saying that my the way I live and feel and experience this reality is the responsibility of everything around me. Mm-hmm. Well, if you do that, you literally are handing your power to everything around you and saying, "I will let you make the decisions on how this reality looks and feels and how I experience this." And so when when those of us who are in healing and coaching, we talk about taking back your power is by taking full of responsibility and full accountability for everything you see in your life. Mm-hmm. Period. Yes. Everything you're experiencing, even if you're like, but this person was behaving in this manner towards me, that may be the case. Mm-hmm. As a mirror, then what we do is we go within and we, we find out what is it within us that's causing these to be our experiences. And it's powerful and it's profound and it's quick. That's yes. another mm. thing that I also tell my clients, we should not be working together for months and months and years and years because we're looking for healing. Yeah. You heal something, it's complete. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So my goal is to get, get clients in, work with them, teach them everything I know, because you are your own healer. Always. Everyone is their own healer. What I provide is a safe space for individuals to begin exploring all those parts of themselves they've been afraid to explore. I give them permission to do that. I give them a safe place to do it. And I help guide them. If they start to, to feel unsure or unknown, I help guide them back within so that they, because you do know, mm-hmm. you do know how you do yep. know what you need. You do, but you have to feel safe to go within and pull that information out. And so that's how I work with, with anyone and everyone. And I make sure they understand when they get to the end of it and they've completely shifted the trajectory of their life, that they did that. They did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. So with that, what are some practical ways that people can start to make that integration between their physical self and their mm-hmm. spiritual self and, and start to become that whole person? 
Yeah, absolutely. It's a great question. So we've already talked a little bit about that. I think some of yeah. it's what we call mirror work. Yeah. There, yeah. Are book, there are books out there on that, um, but it is really being able to look in the mirror and don't be surprised. And this is for your audience. Don't be surprised if the first time you try to look at yourself in the mirror, you struggle to do so for more than 30 seconds yeah. or a minute. Yeah. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if you start to cry. Don't be surprised at any emotion that may come up. You may feel joy. Because for the first time, your yourself is saying to you, you see me. Yeah. You yeah. really see me. So you yeah. may feel joy. You may feel overwhelmed. You may feel sadness, guilt, shame. There, There's so many things that can come up. So what I would say is be open to the experience mm-hmm. and know that whatever you're experiencing is okay. Yeah. And it's right. And it's sacred and valuable. There's insight and messages for you. So just, it's okay. If it's five seconds the first time, just do it a little bit every day and you'll be able to do it longer and longer and challenge yourself. Set a timer. If the if you couldn't do it for more than 15 seconds the first time or the first three or four days, push for 25 or 30 seconds that next mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one way to do it. Another way to do it's something I encourage people to do is that every day that you wake up, First thing in the morning, and I heard this not too long ago, and I was like, this was so amazing and profound even for me. The very first thing you do when you wake up is where is what you worship. So if the very first thing you do when you wake up is look at the time, then you're you're focused on and your worship is time. Mm-hmm. And then you wonder why there's never enough time. I can never get anything done. I can never, right? So if you're checking social media or checking your phone, if you're looking at the news, so my recommendation is to stop all of that. And the very first thing you do when you wake up is just take a few moments to really feel your body. Mm -hmm. Get seated and grounded in your body from wiggling your toes and feeling your feet and work all the way up to your body with every body part. And then inside and out, take a minute to feel your heartbeat. Listen to your breath. Think about your digestive system and and just all the systems in your body and how they serve you and thank them. Love on them. Hug yourself. Mm. Love on that. Because this physical body is sacred. It's what allows us to have this very physical experience that we're having right now. Mm -hmm. And so start by acknowledging the things that we just wake up. We just wake up and start moving without even realizing like, wow. And I would say- This is important. Yes, everyone, the body you have is the body that is serving you and your soul. So I can already hear some people in the audience being like, but my, I have these pains or my body has this or my love, love every illness, every pain, send it love, tell Mm -hmm. it you love it, thank it. And I know for some of you that are living in an immense pain or dealing with some really strong illnesses, that may be difficult to really think through and process. So some of it is trusting the process, Mm -hmm. but thank whatever's going on in your body for what it's teaching you, what messages it has for you, and then continue to go without. I, I, and you can do this in five, 10, 15 minutes. And, and then I go, when I start thanking my energy body, my soul, everything around me, my bed, my, my house, everything that's supporting my physical experience, just take a few minutes 
to love yourself and to love mm-hmm. what you've already created exactly yes. where you are. Yes. That's probably one of the most quick, that's probably the quickest, most practical piece of advice or a, a skill or tool I can give someone. And you don't have to be spiritual. Mm-hmm. I, I think probably um, considering how we are, most of your audience is, but if you're not spiritual, then don't include, don't include that. If it doesn't feel good to include an energy body or chakra systems or mm-hmm. whatever it may be, um, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Don't include that for now. Just start where you can and where you are and you'll, and what will happen is that will grow over time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know we do a lot of mindfulness. We do a lot of yoga and meditation, especially in the morning. In the morning, you're, you know, you're in that theta stage and you're kind of waking up from that and you can do a lot in those moments when you first wake up. If Mm -hmm. you don't go directly to your phone and check your email and, you know, check the time and do all of these things. You kind of sit with yourself, like you said, and kind of even meditate for just a moment about the day, how you're feeling journal journaling is really great in the morning and at night, um, wake up and journal how you feel, how you want the day to go, write those things down. And then Mm -hmm. that will be with you all day. And at the end of the day, you can go back through it and say, wow, you know what? I actually, I did all of that. I, I wrote it down and I did it and you feel accomplished and it actually boosts your, your self-motivation and your confidence, you know, because in this world, I feel like the one thing that everyone lacks is confidence mm-hmm. and, and the ability to believe in themselves because we've been shot down, whether it, it be our bosses or work or family or situations, trauma in our, in our lives that we haven't dealt with that we don't even know is there. And there's a lot of times that when you do these small little mindfulness practices and you start changing things, you start realizing, oh, you know, this is, I'm dealing with this from when I was three years old. I'm dealing with this from when I was in a relationship when I was 16. I'm dealing mm-hmm. And, and you start realizing things about yourself yeah. and then your body, your body, your mind, your spirit, your soul will tell you, hey, thank you. Thank you for fixing that. I've been holding it in because you've been storing it for some time now and it's just been it's been held in. And now you finally are releasing it and now it's in the air and you're letting it go and it's gone. And it's one of the best things that you can do for yourself. So I love that we're talking about this. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I like that you mentioned, and I'm glad you mentioned yoga and things like that, because something else I teach, and I think this is really important that something we can teach the audience today is, is to really understand that there are multiple components and that all of them are important and building them into your daily routine is important. And so there are things that are body tuning and that's like yoga and Pilates and exercising. That's where we spend time optimizing the physical body and the breath. And our heart rate, where we bring that unity, we, we, we bring the consciousness of each one of those things into unity. And there's a lot of science behind this too. We haven't really talked about that, but, you know, scientists are really discovering um, that there is a neural network um, of little literal neurons in your heart that they didn't realize before. Hmm. They knew that there was already something like that in your gut. And so what they're finding is that all of these systems basically have their own brain. Mm-hmm. And they have their own consciousness. And what they're even finding is that every cell, so every cell has its own consciousness. Those come together mm-hmm. to create the consciousness of that organ system. 
and then it comes together to create the consciousness of the bigger system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so body tuning is really important. Then there is that mental um, energetic, which is meditation. Mm -hmm. There's active meditation and there is silent meditation. And I believe both are important because some of the most profound creativity you will experience comes in stillness. And as humans, we have not been taught how to be still, Mm -hmm. how to actually acknowledge the stillness so that we can gain everything that we can from that state. Um, But there's active meditation and still meditation, and I believe both are important. And so that's your mental, your physical, and then there's the healing. Healing is the part where we say, and we acknowledge and take full responsibility and accountability and say, everything in my world is not as I want it to be. And realizing that you are powerful enough to change that and to mm. literally create any reality that you want. Yes. Any reality. <laughs> yes. Um, and that's its own thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's also its own thing. So there's healing, there's body tuning, and then there's, there is the energetic mindful state. And so I encourage everyone to, to use the different tools that are out there. And there are lots of different tools and we're all going to look different in the way that we utilize them to achieve what, what I'm talking about, but I do make sure I think it's important for everybody to understand they are different and they all work together. And we want to make sure that we're spending time in every area, yes. not just because they don't replace one another. Meditation doesn't replace what yoga and Pilates or walking or physical exercise will do for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yoga can't replace what silent meditation will do for you because yoga mm-hmm. can be a, a active meditation practice as well. But what silent stillness can do for you, mm-hmm. having someone to help you understand how you're a healer and how to access those parts within you so that you can actually begin the healing process and how that's different, which usually involves some things you've talked about journaling and mirror work and things like that. So I think it's, a, that's also hopefully helpful to your audiences. Maybe for some of them have some aha moments of, Oh, Okay, so I really should be doing all of them instead of trying to limit myself and say, I only have one hour, so I'm going to choose this. No, expand the amount of time you're spending investing in all these parts of yourself and make sure you're including all of these things. Yes, I love that. You know, because a lot of times people do, they wake up and they look at the time and then all of a sudden it's hustle, 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 hustle. And at the end of the day, they're like, where did the day go? Where, you know, if you stop and just do little moments and little moments that you're working on yourself, also your work, also your creativity and changing it up all throughout the day, especially as business owners. Um, so let's talk about that a little bit, Misty, because I know you worked in corporate for many, many, many years, and now you have Lemonade with Love, which is your own company, and you're able to create your own schedule, you're able to create your own timeline. What does that look like on a day-to-day, and how how has Lemonade with Love really changed your life now? Uh, I'm so glad you asked that question, because I think this is important also for everyone who's listening. I created the schedule I wanted Mm -hmm. while I was in corporate. You do not have to be self-employed to have flexibility, to have more than enough time, more than enough money, more than enough awareness. You don't have to do that. And so what's interesting for me is that um, Lemonade with Love didn't change those things for me. I had already created that for myself right through my inner work while I was in corporate. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. The thing that I, when I left Lemonade with Love, I mean, I'm sorry, when I left corporate for Lemonade with Love, the promise I made myself 
is that I would be mission focused for the remainder of my time. Mm. Side. Love that. Focused. Yes. Not money, not money focused. Yes. And that while I was in corporate, I was absolutely able to be people for people focused and serve, ask how I could serve, ask myself literally, like, you know, how can I serve the people I'm responsible for today? Mm-hmm. But there was still a part of the business where it's, um, it's all about the return and the money. And I, mm-hmm. and I understand that money is what fuels the car so it can go. Like I, I understand that it has value and it has importance, but it's the result. The reality yeah. is the results are a result of what? Of your people. Yes. And so yeah. the more the more corporations do to support every aspect of their employees. And um and I hope it's okay to talk about this, but this yeah. really oh, ties in, I feel like to your um not for profit. Yes. Condition. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and this oh, okay. is what yes. Oh my God. That spoke to me. Like I lit up from the inside out and I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna be a part of that somehow. I want to be on the board. I don't I don't care how, but y'all I want to be a part of it. <laughs> Um, because this is really, really important. I think for a long time, employers really thought that um, the only exchange that was happening is I'm I'm giving you money and in return, I want you to produce something. And it was all related specifically to work. Yes. Mm-hmm. However, we, we've known for, for decades that your employees give you, the employer, more of their waking time than they give to anyone. Exactly. Yep. Their family, their yep. kids, their church, their spirituality. So it was such an illusion for employers to think that somehow the wholeness of that human being was not their responsibility mm-hmm. mm. because it absolutely is their physical health, their mental health, their spiritual health, all of it, their yes. mental health. It is all your responsibility because when yeah. they are operating at hundred percent, guess what your organization is operating at hundred percent, hundred percent. But here's another thing that's really going to be the, where I'm really going to shake corporate America up. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> and, and what part of my mission and part of what I want to do is work with CEOs and founders and those in executive leadership positions who are ready. Um, if you are a founder CEO and you've built a business and every part of that business is not where you want it to be. You're not, you're on Glassdoor, your approval rate's not 99%. Your employees don't love working with you. You don't have top talent lining out the door to work for you. That's a reflection of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You built that business. Yes. That mm-hmm. business is just as much a reflection of everything you are as the family that you created, mm-hmm. as the home that you're creating. It is a reflection so all the things you love about your business, all the things that are going well, it's a reflection of the things within you. Yeah. And all the things that are not are a reflection of what's going on within you. So if you want to change your culture and you want to change your organization, you have to start. You have to be the change you want. That's mm. what that means. Yep. It starts within you. It is within you. And that means that there's a lot of coaching. There's a lot of self-awareness so that once you become aware of all the ways you're not taking care of the parts of you, Mm -hmm. that also means your employees are not doing the same thing. Right. And as you begin to put practices in place to do that for yourself, you'll understand how you can set up the environment for your employees to do the same thing. 
and it will change it will change everything because the results the production you're looking for the money you're looking for the growth you're looking for is all a result of the unity and wholeness of the organism of the organism which Mm -hmm. is your organization yes which is you. And I know there are probably a lot of CEOs that, you know, that's a, that's a, a glow, a, a blow to the gut, right? Like, Oh my gosh, that, that, that is not true. That is not, you know, I've got people that don't want to work and I have people that don't want to show up and, and that's not me. I wear a show up every day. And so there's going to be a lot of resistance yeah. for those people who are not ready to take hundred percent accountability Yep. for those companies, those leaders that are out there saying, I realized something has fundamentally shifted in the last three years mm-hmm. and I, I can't place what it is and I'm struggling to keep up with it. And I'm not what, where I want to be when it comes to all of the things as an organization, mm-hmm. they can work with someone like me. And within months we can completely shift that. I'm 180 completely shift it. It doesn't have to take years. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's something that's important to me. And that's what I mean by being mission driven, being, you know, founders, especially founder CEOs, you created a business to solve a problem. Yeah. You created a business because you believed you could do something and do it better than anyone else. Mm-hmm. And that's your mission. But then we get, we get really successful in our mission and then something happens, whether we, um, as businesses get VC or go private equity or, or, or the goal becomes to go public mm-hmm. where we take our eyes off the mission and we start putting our eyes on the money. Yep. Mm. And then we lose that. And most people aren't motivated by chasing money. They're motivated by supporting a mission. Yes. Yeah. And so that's that's how I hope to just really shake up corporate America. Yes. Oh, you are. You are. So are you are gonna shake up. I'm serious. You guys need to reach out to Misty. If you are a CEO, a business owner, you need to get in on the shift. Just get in on the ship. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and the thing is, is like a lot of people have heard the saying, the crap rolls downhill. You know, mm-hmm. if if your boss is having a bad day, he's probably going to take it out on you. And then you're going to go home and you're going to take it out on your family. Yeah, and yeah. then your kid is going to go to school and they're going to take it out on some other poor little kid that, you know, doesn't deserve it. And it all starts with the person at the top. And, but mm-hmm. just the same way that the crap can roll downhill, the the joy and the blessings and the happiness and the peace and all that stuff can roll downhill as well. So if you're at the top of an organization, it is your responsibility because you are now influencing unbelievable amounts of lives that you will never even know how the very things that you're doing on the day to day are, are Mm -hmm. really affecting people that you'll never come in contact with. Mm -hmm. And so if you can get a hold of that idea of, you know, being all okay, mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, and like dealing with the things that are in your heart and in, in, in your body and in your mind and, and yeah. that that's and balancing it yeah, all. And, and start to make a change in your life. Then what will happen is the people underneath you will start to feel that change. And then they'll feel more comfortable to make that change in their lives, especially if you're an encourager encouraging boss and you're like or leader and you're trying to help these people to grow the same way that you're growing and then they'll take that home to their families and then those those kids will ultimately take that to their schools and influence on their friends and it can be a catalyst of massive worldwide change just by a couple handfuls of people making Mm -hmm. these decisions to make themselves be all okay and not 
put up with the crap that's been rolling down to them for all this time because they're getting crap rolled down from them from somewhere else. Yeah. No, that's so well said. And that actually reminds me of a vision I had a couple of years ago that was um, was given given to me. And it was actually I was actually having a conversation with Jesus at the time, um, who is um, I have had a lot of church trauma. And so there was a it was a long, messy journey to get to this place where we have this beautiful cooperative relationship. Um, he feels very big brother to me, but he's also a mentor and a coach and a teacher for me. And um, he gave me this beautiful vision that is a visual of what you just described. Hmm. So the visual he gave me, if you, you you know a gas grill, or yeah. any kind of gas burners, where you have the starter, or um, not starter, but where you, t- you have to turn it on and you take a lighter and you light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the vision he gave me was that all it takes, right, is that the CEO lights himself up and everything around him. It's like that, remember that whoosh, mm-hmm. yep. everything around that one flame lights up. Mm-hmm. That's what you're talking about. Yes. When you do that as your when you do that in your home as a parent, everything you light up everything around you. And yes. that everything, that means your children, your spouse, your home, your land, it everything in it, everything you come into contact with. And when you're lit up and your flame is alive and you walk into a grocery store, guess what happens to everything around you? You light it up. Yeah. And so that's what happens. So when, when, and especially when it's something you've created, like a CEO or a founder who's created an organization, and now you have all these people you're responsible for, when you light your flame, you give yourself permission to be lit and bright, as bright as you can be, you automatically light up everything around you and everyone around you. Mm. It's, Mm. and it's, it's just magical and it's unexplainable really from an intellect intellectual perspective you're like how can the how can the change in me create change in everything around me that does not make logical sense right our brain says no 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 no. everybody has to do their own work and that's true to some extent but for your reality to shift you only have to do it within you Mm -hmm. but that was the vision i was given and i was actually about to go in and speak to an audience and that was the vision that I was inspired to share because mm. I think for people to see that, to imagine that visually, we can all, we've all experienced that in some way where we take one little flame and one source mm-hmm. and it lights up and then everything around it that's, that's being fed source, right? That's being fed. That gas has been fed lights up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you're cut off, it may not light up and that's okay. We, we That's not our responsibility, but just by watching all of these things light up, they open up just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit to that source to let just a little bit of that flow in. And then next thing you know, there's a small flame. Yes. Yeah. And then it grows from there. So I hope that visual is helpful because oh. I feel like it's, it really is just a visual of everything, Jesse, you just said so beautifully. Um, but there's a visual to go with it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And, you know, you also wrote a book, which is already out and published. Can you tell our mm-hmm. listeners a little bit about that and where they can find it? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I have been, I have co-authored two books. One of them is, is already out and it's also on my, you can find those on my LinkedIn page. Um, but it's um, in both of those books is a chapter where I share um, my journey. And I'm actually going to be putting a PDF version of that on my website. Oh, so cool. people can go, I'm going to be doing that in the next couple of weeks. So you can just go download it for free Aww. and read my story. Um, but it is really um we all have pivotal moments and I share something where there was an extreme pivotal moment for me that really took me down the healing path mm-hmm. in a very 
specific way that I had not been down before. And it's really, I give three fundamental things that I realized at the beginning that I feel like if everybody can realize these three things from the beginning, it will make their journey easier. And so, um, and just one, I'll give you one of those things. One of those things that I think is really important is you can't, you cannot take anyone on this journey with you. And I go into detail about how I try to do that, why it doesn't work and how it's, um, a more beautiful experience when you, and an easier experience when you stop trying to do that. Mm -hmm. But it's normal that when we experience something and it creates life altering experiences and it changes the trajectory of our life, we want to share that with everyone we love. We're like, Oh my God, you have to do this. You have to try this. And they're, they're, Yes, like no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> especially and what, especially when we're when we're partners. If your partner's not on board, usually what I find is that it's like, oh my gosh, but if I can create and manifest this, if we were doing it together, imagine what we could create and manifest. Right. And yeah. you, it doesn't work that way. You do not need anyone on board to yep. create or manifest what you want. And I am a living example of that. Mm. My husband not on board with a new house. <laughs> do you think I manifested the new house? Of course. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I manifested of course you did. <laughs> and I manifested a husband who's happy to be in it. Yeah. So <laughs> I am here to tell you, you don't, they don't have to be on this journey with you. And you don't, you really don't want them on this journey with you because this journey is going to take you into the deepest parts of yourself that you probably don't want to share with anyone else. Mm. And it's going to take you on a journey to healing the parts of yourself that no one else is ever going to be exposed to or really even understand. So Mm -hmm. it is a very personal journey. And when we begin to honor and respect our own journey and how personal and sacred it is, we begin to then understand and honor the same in everyone else. Oh, they're on their own journey. That's okay. Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, this person seems really upset. They're honking the horn. They're real. I'm just going to hold space. I'm going to love that person hold space because they're on their own journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, they, 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 things may not be going very well for them. So I'm not going to be, I'm not going to react to that. I'm going to notice and send that love mm-hmm. and compassion, but we are only able to do that for other people when we start doing that for ourselves. Right. So I hope yep. that's one of the big things that comes that I talk about in that book. Yeah. One of the three things I talk about. I love it because, you know, you can only love others when you love yourself fully mm-hmm. and you're like, your cup has to runneth over first so you can give it to others. Yep. And so I love that. And I love that you're actually handing out your book for free on your website. I think that's really, really cool of you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm excited. I'm going to be, I'm actually starting on a journey to write another book that will be, will just be my book that I'm going to author. And it's going to, it's talking about, um, just what we talked about with corporations and, and really um, I'm working out the title now, but really talking about um, the world we create from that perspective. So mm-hmm. we think about the world we create, we usually immediately jump into personal things, right? My body is a world I've created, mm-hmm. my home, my, but we don't think about when we're leaders and we lead a team, you're just as responsible, right? As that CEO right. is. Yep. So when you're a CEO and you build, when you're a CFO, so all these things that we're building that we're actually responsible for in a much bigger context and helping, um, the, the goal of this book is to help those who are ready to receive the message to really understand so they can tap into that and understand that it's much easier to create 
the world you're looking for, the world that you want to be a part of when you realize that you create it from within. Mm. I love That's that. That's so great. And what was the name of your book and where can people find that again? Um, there's two, the two different books. And so the um, Behind the Power, and that was co-authored with Allison Roberts. And then there is the Change uh, book series, and that is co-authored with Jim Brett and Jim Lutz. And uh, the forward is written by Les Brown. Okay, awesome. awesome. And they can get that on Amazon and or in your website. Of yes, course. yeah. The Behind the Power is on Amazon, and it's out and available. The Change Book Series, it's uh, book eighteen, and it is probably going to be out in March of this year. Could cool. be out a little bit sooner. Um, but again, the 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 chapters are the same in there, and it's you're going to be able to get access to that all, through a PDF download on my website. And people could also message me if they want a, co- a PDF copy of that. That's that's super exciting, and uh, we're we're really excited to help get to spread your book around, and uh, you know get the word out about mm-hmm. it because people need to be reading this, and they need to be growing from it. And so definitely check out Misty's books, uh, both of them, and. Uh, so this is our favorite part of the podcast, and this is what we do with ourselves every single day, our team, our team. Uh, we do it with everyone that comes on, and that's celebrating success, because like we always say, success looks different to everyone. You know, it could be that you had a good week with your kids. It could, you know, whatever whatever your success may be in, in this moment, but big or small, we want to celebrate something that you haven't necessarily stopped to take a moment to celebrate. So is there anything that you would like to celebrate here on the Reimagine Success podcast? Um, for me, right? Yes, yes, for you. Okay, okay. Um, you know, I think just to, I think for me, it is because this transition was rocky. It's not like those of us who do this work, everything is always easy. We're just as human as everyone else. Mm-hmm. And so the transition was unexpected. And I, and now I can look back and be like, and realize everything that has been birthed from that, right. And how mm-hmm. awesome it is. And that it would have never happened without these cascading events. It is when I remembered, when I finally remembered to find absolute joy exactly where I am today, to give myself permission to be in joy and peace and love with being home more with my son, mm-hmm. playing more of that, you know, stay at home mom and wife role and to be building a business from where I am and to just be present in the moment. Jesse, I think you talked about, both of you talked about that, right? Mm-hmm. Being yeah. in the moment, being present and reminding myself to be joyful and love, give love and gratitude. Thank, thank the universe and thank myself for being right where I am. Knowing that this is working for me, nothing's happening to me. Everything is happening for me mm-hmm. because even no matter how, awake you are, how much work you do, we're still human. Yeah. And when things don't go the way we thought they were going to go, we can move out of that alignment and it can take a minute to get ourselves back into it. And so I recently have done that. And of course, as soon as I did, all this stuff started happening. So mm-hmm. I'm really celebrating that I have remembered to just find joy in where I am, mm-hmm. exactly where I am. That's so great. 
I love it. I love it because, you know, being present in the moment is, is about really being connected to everything that's around you. And it's, it's connected. It's it's exactly what you said at the very beginning, we are all connected and we have to stay connected in order to thrive, in order to grow, in order to be successful and in order to succeed. So I love that. And, you know, on this journey, it's so cool how, it's just everything happens organically when you are in a line mm-hmm. and when your your yeah. your chakras or your body or you're balanced and you're just in in a line with yourself and with others you can really find your own people and i i just wanted to say to all the listeners out there i love that you guys are here with us you're here with us on this journey because you've been with us since the beginning, since the yeah. beginning of this, we have been learning, we've been growing ourselves, and it's really cool that you now, Misty, are part, and we're going to publicly yeah. announce this right now because I am so excited that Misty is officially part of the Creative Global uh, entertainment team. We are officially yep. working together and you will see a lot of really great things coming from Misty. And we're really excited to be on this path with her. Yeah. We're yes. super pumped to have you, you know, working with us now and doing stuff. And we can't wait for you to get more involved with all. Okay. And all that yes. that's going to look like, because that's going to yes. shake this oh, world up in such a big way from corporations to schools to you know just everybody who needs to hear it and to know that they're going to be all you know that they need to be all okay in every aspect of their lives yeah i i am so grateful to be a part of um the creative global family and the tribe you know and that was something that again was so interesting as i i i knew that i needed support and i just acknowledged that to the universe and then i let it go and then I think the next day was when we were on that call and I That's met so you cool. Yeah, and because I, I knew it was so important that whoever I'm partnering with, um, we have to have that alignment. Mm-hmm. It's so critical that we have that alignment. And so it's been so exciting. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you to your audience for embracing me and embracing the message. And as I tell everyone, you know, the things that really lit you up, hold on to that. If it didn't, let it go. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we, we all get what we need in the moment and when we need it. And um, I'm grateful that for everyone that is here, you are here for a reason. There was something for you. I know that. And so I thank you. I honor you and appreciate everyone who is going to be watching this and be participating. And thank you both so much for uh, seeing those things in me and bringing me into the fold. Yes. And one final thing, where can our listeners find you? Where can they connect with you? If we have a CEO who is wanting your guidance, how can they, what's the best way for them to contact you? I think the best, easiest way to find me is LinkedIn, Misty Blakesley. It's my name um, on LinkedIn and also lemonadewithlove.com. That's also another a way to find me. Perfect. And all that will be in the show notes, yep. of course. We'll so links. make sure you check that out. If you need help in any of these areas, Misty is an amazing person to go to. And we at Creative Global and Reimagine Success just couldn't highly recommend her more. Her just spirit and energy mm-hmm. is something that we value. And these are the kind of people that we want to work with and that we want our community to work with. So definitely hit her up for any of your needs. Thank Thank you you so so much, much. Misty. You've been amazing. We can't wait to bring you back on and talk about Lemonade with Love in the future because we know it is going to be so successful. Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We'll talk soon. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. 
okay, I'm ready to manifest everything in my life now. <laughs> yeah, she. Uh, so it's funny, you know, we, we stopped the interview and then we talked for almost as long as we did during the interview <laughs> more. So if you want to hear that conversation, head over to our Patreon. It's all there, but it, there was so much good stuff. And we talked about manifestation and what that really looks like and yeah. uh, some practical ways to manifest. And Misty said some amazing things that I'm not going to give away because if you want to get that information for your life, you're just going to have to go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash creative global, mm -hmm. sign up $5 a month. You get all the bonus content, all the extra interviews, all the video episodes, everything that we see are our beautiful faces. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it is worth it. It is worth, there's so much good stuff that happens after we stop the interview. Yeah. And I hate that people are missing that, but you know, we, we got to do what we got to do. So head over to patreon.com slash creative global and check it out. And then if you like what you've heard, tell a friend because, you know, the best way to spread information about a podcast is through word of mouth. You know, all my favorite podcasts I listen to because people recommend it to me. Mm -hmm. So if you enjoyed this podcast, if you enjoy what you're hearing here, let your friends know, let your family know, Tell share this episode with somebody who will not just listen to it but we'll get something out of it and it'll help change their lives yeah and if something has resonated with you we would love to hear from you you can head over to social media at reimagine success pod or email us at reimagine success pod at gmail.com just let us know what episode resonates with you what you're thankful for and any successes in your life big or small yeah so thank you again for listening we love and appreciate all of you uh, we don't do this because we have nothing better to do. We do this because we love bringing this information to everybody and we're learning and growing and we hope that you are too. So with that, this has been a Creative Global Podcasting production. Did you get motivated? Do you feel inspired? Don't worry about keeping up with the Joneses anymore and don't forget to celebrate your successes every single day. Thank you for taking this journey with us. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Reimagine Success Pod. Email us at reimaginesuccesspod at gmail.com and let us know what your successes are. Head over to patreon.com slash creative global for bonus and behind the scenes content. New episodes every Thursday at reimaginesuccesspod.com or your favorite podcast streaming platform. So let's change our mindsets and reimagine success.